Hey, I'm Bryce. I'm Josh. Hey, I'm Jonathan, and you're listening to Electric City Buzz, the podcast about all things Anderson. This podcast is brought to you by Steel Family Law, LLC. Changes in your family can be full of difficult choices. You don't have to make them alone and uninformed. Still Family Law is your local guide through the journey of divorce, custody, visitation, or adoption. Call 864-734-4650 today to schedule your initial consultation. And now presenting Andrew Strickland with the City of Anderson's Economic Development Team. Today we'd like to welcome on a very special guest, one of my best friends, um, the most handsome man in Anderson, yes. Andrew Strickland, the assistant city manager, not to be mistaken as the assistant to the city manager. That is not his title. Um, assistant city manager, Andrew Strickland. Andrew, thank you for being with us today. Some days it is my title. Though, true, yeah. true. Depending on the day and depending <laughs> who's asking, uh, he could be the assistant to the, exactly the city right. manager. But um, we're super excited about having you on today. Uh, this is a this is a really easy um, interview for us, I would feel like. I, I would think absolutely uh, everybody here would say that we're all relatively comfortable uh, chit-chatting with you and especially chit-chatting about Anderson, so I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Of course. We're, we're excited. So we'll just jump right in, um, kind of getting started. Tell me a little bit about your story, how you got to be assistant city manager of Anderson, what that path looked like, where you were previously, and as well as kind of what that looks like in Anderson today. Oh, goodness. Well, I was born in 1985. Okay. No, I'm kidding. No, I won't go that far back. I'm not kidding about that. I was born in 1985. Um, but no, so um, let's see. Uh, I went to Presbyterian College uh, for undergrad. I got, a, got an undergrad degree in biology. Uh, I went to Clemson for grad school, got okay. a master's in city planning. First job out of, out of school was in Greenwood. Uh, my wife and I lived there for about seven years. Um, worked in the Augusta area. Um, previously to coming to Anderson uh, as uh, planning director for Columbia County, Georgia. Um, really quickly growing community. Uh, really set me up well for what what I'm doing now and, and kind of where Anderson is now. Uh, came to Anderson, you know, my wife and I were really looking back um, to coming to the upstate, uh, or coming back to the upstate. Um, had a great opportunity with a good friend of mine, David McEwen, uh, asked me to be his assistant city manager. He was he had been in Anderson for a few years at that point. Um, was promoted to city manager when Linda McConnell retired, and uh, and here we are. The rest is history. I've been been with the city for about three and a half years, and love have loved every second of it. So, so tell me a little bit more about kind of what the assistant city manager does, and that like you know what what does your day to day kind of look like, and then what are some of the responsibilities and aspects of your job that you are currently doing? Sure. So um, the best way to describe it is you know. And I tell a lot of people this, David and I have essentially split city government in mm -hmm. half. And so he manages half and I manage uh, essentially the other half. And, and we cross over a lot of times too. Yeah. So uh, we're just, we're just a good team. Um, so David does a lot of the public safety, police, fire, uh, public works, HR, finance, that, that's because that's his background. Mm -hmm. um, and then I, I manage departments, uh, economic development, planning, um, Community development, mm -hmm. parks and rec, all the fun stuff. Fun yeah, stuff, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, no, it's uh, there's just a lot happening uh, citywide. Um, you know, we're growing as an organization um, as the city grows as well uh, as the community grows. So it's it's a fun time to be here for sure. Can't wait that probably won't be the last time I say that. True. In this podcast. True. Yeah. Well, that's that's good. That's kind of the point <laughs> of this, and we'll get into a little bit more of 
kind of some some stuff that's to come and i'm really looking forward to the direction that you and david are kind of spearheading the 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 way that the city is moving right now but you talked about economic development and stuff like that Mm -hmm. i feel like i see you walking downtown all the time what does that what does that look like as far as when you're walking i mean are you just familiarizing yourself with downtown businesses or is this more um I don't know, not necessarily transactional. What does that look like? I mean, I think it's cool yeah. that you are so visible and present in the downtown scene, not only because that's where your office is located, mm-hmm. but as well as the relationships you've established with our downtown and the downtown businesses. So one of my favorite roles to play um, in any organization is is the new guy, mm-hmm. right? So I, yeah. love to, I love to be the new guy. Fresh eyes coming in. Yes. Uh, I get to hear, um, hear stuff from both sides. Uh, and one of the criticisms that I heard immediately was, and the city's really detached. There's, mm. there's, there's no one at the city if I need them. There's no one I can reach out to, uh, which, which isn't true and, and wasn't true. Uh, but that was just the perception, right? Mm. So uh, I took that to heart and I said, well, I mean, I need to, I need to go for walks anyway. Let, let's just get out in the community. And uh, it's easy to walk downtown. City Hall's downtown. Yeah. Uh, so I started meeting people, too. And I like talking to people. I like meeting new people. So it was easy for me to just get out and start going door to door, basically, uh, when I got here and started meeting all our, all our merchants, uh, a lot of our residents downtown as well. And um, I think it's just turned into just something I do regularly. Uh, it also helped, too, that we had a lot of, at the time, you know, three years ago, last few years, we've had lots of streetscape projects downtown. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of, um, you know, we've had a hotel, uh, Home 2 Suites that was built, a uh, new parking garage, uh, Market Street streetscape um, as well. North Main Commons, um, you know, the, all that development with uh, Magnetic South mm-hmm. and A&P Plaza. Um, just a lot of stuff that's kept me downtown, kept me on the street, just to check on projects, talk with talk with developers, talk with property owners, talk with merchants as and, well. And I think that kind of ties in great to a question that John, I believe, you yeah, know, for Yeah, I mean, as you were talking, um, you know, all the projects that you've been doing and been working on, I guess for everyone listening, there's so much excitement around Anderson, but what are, mm-hmm. what are the ways that the city is currently investing in the community? Yeah. So, um, excellent question because it, I think it, it's a good way to, to view how we view, um, uh, the community and kind of what we do day to day. You know, we, we use, um, you know, tax taxpayer dollars, right? So mm. th- this is OPM. This is other people's money that we use, right? Um, and we take it seriously. You know, I think a, it's, it's easy for a community to just spend money left and right because it's it's there, and mm-hmm. you know, government waste is a is a fun buzz buzz phrase, right? But right. Uh, really, when it comes into how City of Anderson um, spends money, you know, we we do uh, invest in the community, and so we, we basically take that money back and try to build value where we can. Uh, and one of the best ways um, to do that, one of, not, not the best way, but one of the best ways to do that is, is to reinvest in downtown. Uh, because a strong downtown, it's been shown over and over again for decades, that a strong downtown uh, builds the entire community, right? So, right. And, and the opposite is true, right? So a, a poor, weak downtown um, kind of leads to deterioration uh, citywide. So, you know, we, we take that to heart. We, um, any, any project that, that a developer comes to us with, um, we, if there's an opportunity to partner uh, with a streetscape, with, with a public plaza, with some public need, a parking garage, um, you know, we, we, we try to do that. And is there a system, in, like when you're, when you're looking at ideas, is there a system that you, you put in place or a way of kind of seeing the impact of these projects you're working on? Like a, you talking about like an impact, like an yeah. economic impact yeah. Uh, system? Yeah. So we have, um, 
you know, we, we kind of track uh, the, the amount of public investment on the front side with, you know, kind of how that, how that relates on the back side. You know, we have a, uh, we have a, a very, um, very in tune council, I'd say, mm. you know, they, we, we spend a lot of time with council members, uh, just kind of, uh, gauging their, their temperatures on projects, on, on priorities. And so we, we know really where council's headed on, on stuff. Um, and they're, you know, to their credit too, they're excited to see where Anderson's going right now. Um, all the growth and all the, all the reinvestment. Um, but no, they, so from day one, they said, uh, and, and I will say our, our mayor and, uh, councilman Matt Harbin as well, um, we're, we're sticklers with this and our, our sticklers with this. They want to make sure that the investment, the public investment that we put into a project um, shows some sort of benefit on the, on the backside. And they want to quantify that. So, so we do, we do track that. And I want to do not ask me specific numbers right now. (laughs) Like I said, the caveat when I first came on was do not ask me specifics. So there we go. That's fair. That's fair. Those are, those are the do not ask questions that Andrew gave us before we came in. But something that I wanted to kind of touch on before uh, we passed over to Josh in just a minute, but this is something I didn't know um, kind of the, the dynamic and the relationship of, you know, how this worked until I started getting invested and interested in it. But you're not an, uh, an elected official. Tell me about the relationship between kind of council. You mentioned that it's a good relationship. Mm-hmm. What is the council's role? Um, how do they get to be in that position? As well as how do you work hand in hand with them? Um, whether when decisions are being made, um, what does that relationship kind of kind of look like between the government, it, you know, the local government employees, mm-hmm. I guess technically, as well as the elected officials that are there to represent. Um, their constituents. What, what, what is that dynamic? Yeah, so um, I'm glad you asked that because we are always surprised as city staff that the community doesn't know. Oh, I had no clue. Doesn't know their yeah. government, right? So, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's common. I think, uh, you know, civics died out in, in public schools a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, it, it helps for sure to, to understand kind of the dynamics at play. So um, our city is, is governed from a policy perspective by its city council. Uh, there, we have nine city council members. Uh, we have uh, eight regular council members, uh, district or at-large council members. I say regular. They're not regular. They're extraordinary. Uh, <laughs> 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 I, I'm contractually obligated to say that. Um, but, and, then, and then one mayor. Uh, all are elected. Um, but the, uh, the day-to-day functioning of the government is really handled by the city manager and his staff. Um, so uh, mayor and city council uh, are entitled to appoint uh, two positions in the city, mm-hmm. um, the city manager and our city attorney. Okay. Everybody else is, is hired by the city manager and works, works at the pleasure of the city manager. Mm-hmm. City manager works at the pleasure of the city council. So, um, you know, really our, our day-to-day jobs, you know, city manager's job um, is basically a CEO of an organization, you know, mm-hmm. it's boots on the ground. How are we functioning day-to-day and making sure everything stays on task? Uh, and from a policy policy perspective, you know, council sets the, the big vision and, and the big policy, and our staff enacts it. Our, our, our mm-hmm. staff makes sure that happens day to day. So uh, it's, it's really important for our city manager and me, um, our executive team, to know what council wants and what their priorities are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, they get that mandate from the community, right? So they're they're not just coming up with this stuff on their own. They're coming up with it from you know talking to their constituents, talking to the people in the community. You know what's important. You know what what are the big issues happening, and they then bring that to to city staff to to kind of kind of make that happen on the on the ground. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm curious. Um, is there other 
other other items um, that you guys have taken from any other successful cities that you've seen through your career that you've implemented here, or is it kind of more you running with your own thing, or you always getting ideas? No, see, I'm, it's funny. So I'm I'm a firm believer in let's not reinvent the wheel. Mm. Uh, so somebody yeah. out there has done something very successfully uh, that we could probably emulate mm-hmm. on our own without any influence uh, if we put enough brain power to it. Um, but I'm not that smart, so <laughs> I, uh, I try to take and, and borrow from, from my good friends in other cities uh, as much as I can. And, you know, honestly, I'll see something cool uh, on, on a trip, and I'll take pictures of it, and, and we'll talk about it when I get back, and is this something Anderson could handle, or is this something that we could do well here? Uh, and sometimes the answer is no, right? So mm-hmm. sometimes uh, there, there's just some things that are better – better left where they are. Um, and, and that's the beauty of cities, right? So every city is different. Uh, and, and we don't want to completely emulate any other city. Mm. Uh, we're going to do our own thing. We're going to be, we're going to be our own Anderson, right? Uh, that's right. You might see aspects of, you know, a streetscape or a, a development project, uh, that are pretty common. You've seen someplace else, but you know, we're making it our own here. Love it. Good, good. I think that's huge for, for Anderson too. I mean, yeah. it's, it's built in its own image, and I think it should stay that way. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. absolutely. And this place has so much personality. I mean, I think yeah. we're we're seeing it grow, obviously, like we've never seen before, but also, mm-hmm. like, the identity that Anderson holds right now, I think, is so unique. And we don't really – there's ideas, like you said, that we can take from other cities, organizations, et cetera. But if you – if you ask around, I mean, everybody's like, this is Anderson. We want to want to keep it that way mm-hmm. in no, its own yeah. unique path, like you said. Yeah, you, I think you, you hit the nail on the head there. You know, we, we hear that often. You guys have probably heard that from other folks. You know, we're having so many people move here from, from other cities who've lived other places, multiple other places sometimes. Uh, and they found Anderson, and they said, you know, this Anderson has something that a lot of places don't have, mm. and I really want to be a part of that. Uh, so it's, you know, hats off to Anderson. I mean, it's, um, I think we're really stepping into our own now. Uh, and and I, I think it's important to, you know, it, sometimes it's easy to, to discount uh, the folks that have come before us to, yeah. to help ma- get us where we are now and to help make the community what it is now. Right. Um, but we wouldn't be Anderson without everybody that came before us. Mm. So, you that's know, it's right. really, it's really important to acknowledge that and, and, yeah, that's an that's a very important ingredient of making Anderson um, successful in the future is not forgetting where we were uh, and, yeah. and kind of what's important and what has always been important. And yeah. I wanted to you mentioned something in there that I kind of wanted to to, to touch on. Um, there's there's a lot of people coming to Anderson that aren't either from here, or not even necessarily from South Carolina or the Upstate in general. Um, what what would you what would you sell that person on in Anderson? How, what would you recommend? What would be some of the things you say, you know, we're super glad to have you here. You're going to love this place. Um, you, you need to do X, Y, and Z. You need to try this place or you need to get involved in, um, this organization or come check out blank. What would you say to really somebody that just moved here and, and says, Hey, what's, what, what's so special about this place? So it, it might sound a little cliche, but I think the, the, unique thing about Anderson is, is it's people, mm. right? So I've lived in, in several other cities, but, uh, Andersonians are, I think, I think to the one excited yeah. about, yeah. about, uh, about Anderson. They, they love Anderson. They want to see Anderson do well. I think for, for a lot of them, they've, they've waited decades, maybe even generations mm. to see Anderson succeed and do very well. Uh, and so now that that that's seemingly on the horizon. I, I think the excitement level, uh, even even for me, you know, I've been here three and a half years. Uh-huh. 
uh, even to me, I can I can see how excited everybody's getting about the stuff that's happening. Um, I th- you know, I think obviously there's some worry too. Anytime there's change, um, you know, you know, change is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. but I think everybody's excited to see Anderson do well, and so I think there's a lot of support from the community. Uh, you know, it's easy when you move here to to pick out physical aspects of a town. You know, I really like the way it's laid out. I like how close it is to the lake. I like how close it is to the mountains and the mm-hmm. beach. Um, but, you know, I think once you get here, you know, th- those things are great at first. You know, you found a great house, a great neighborhood. Uh, but once you get here, you realize, you know, there's a, there's a lot of depth to this community. Uh, there's a lot of yeah. folks that just really, really want to be uh, in community with me. Um, you know, invite me over for dinner. Uh, you know, just see every, they, they want to see everybody do really well uh, and, and, and be involved in your lives. And so I think... Um, a lot of towns don't have that, and, and we're mm-hmm. blessed to have that for sure. Absolutely. And and when you're talking about people rooting and wanting to see you do well, um, I, I would ask, if you were to leave a legacy in Anderson, what would you want it to be? Hmm. You said the L word. Yeah. <laughs> the L word. Not love. <laughs> Legacy. Legacy. You, you've just <laughs> leave. Yeah, leave. You, you did. Define the Sorry. relationship right there. When, <laughs> when Jonathan made it heavy, all of a sudden, no legs. Yeah, exactly. I was trying to keep it light, Jonathan. Yeah. I'm just, sorry. I, I go right in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, no. So, you know. I'm comfortable not personally leaving a legacy. You know, I, I think that sounds odd to a lot of folks because I think, you know, we're kind of beat over the head sometimes with, with you know, what's your mark going to be in the community? Uh, and it can sometimes be prideful. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to be able to play my part that God has for me uh, in Anderson uh, right now. Um, and maybe it's going to be for another 10 years. Maybe it's going to end shortly after this podcast. Who knows? Um, but <laughs> I, I think... Um, you know, we're all in Anderson um, because the Lord has us here now. Uh, and I think, um, you know, the work that we're doing is definitely special. Uh, but, you know, I think, I think we'd all shortchange ourselves if we, if we thought that, um, you know, we needed to do something ourselves to, to you know, make our mark, mm. uh, make sure our name is remembered in Anderson, because that's not the most important part. Um, so, you know, if I can play my part um, to create community in Anderson uh, and, I think from a physical perspective, you know, I think there's a lot the city can do to, to, to facilitate community, you know, creating spaces where people are comfortable hanging out, you know, um, you know, North Main Commons is a, is a recent example, mm-hmm. you know, great space last yeah. night, you know, left city council meeting, great example. Um, uh, it was packed. Right. And so previously that was a, just a forgotten parking lot right. in front of, in front of the beehive, which is a great space. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, now there's a value added, um, space for community interaction and I was there last night. Yeah. Right. So, well, there you go. Case in point. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I like to build spaces for Bryce to come in. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. There there we go. Thank you. Yeah. No. So, I mean, when I I talk about facilitating community, that's, that's part of the, part Mm -hmm. of the deal is, you know, creating nice places, comfortable places for people to, to gather, to, to make memories, to, um, you know, talk to each other to to become more of a community and and we we say that word a lot but i really do think that is what makes anderson so special is the community um and it is the people it is the ability to do this i mean i'm in this room right now for my best friends in anderson i mean like that's pretty cool that we get to operate in our own lanes and stuff like that um Mm -hmm. 
and it does create just a natural organic um, sense of a really special community and I think Josh was um, had something along those lines correct yeah yeah so when I'm it's it's kind of funny um, to lead into this but the before I came back to Anderson the last time I'd been through Anderson was when the painted fish on the street was a big thing yeah. but downtown was kind of a ghost town right yeah. and then when I came back into to Anderson it was just it was transformed right but seeing kind of the roots that Anderson has has built with the fish still around people held onto that but they've taken downtown and just kind of left that historic part of it and people made something new with it. So, and I feel like within that, we have a ton of the community that's now getting getting out, like the park next to Magnetic South. People are always out there hanging out. So the community involvement's been been great. Um, and I mean, with that, I mean, how does community in, engagement or involvement in, in your definition kind of play a big role with Anderson? Yeah, I mean, it, it's funny. So I'm, I'm surprised. I, I, live, I live and work uh, downtown and I see downtown a lot. Um, and, and, and obviously there's more to down, more to city of Anderson than just downtown. Uh, but you know, I'm always surprised that, that not everybody comes to downtown Anderson, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, you know, we started beefing up events, you know, Caroline Gaddis and our, our community events manager, uh, you know, she really, um, what did you just hand me? That's a list of events right there. Sorry, I'm getting distracted it's by paper yeah, flying. Yeah, around. sorry, wow. sorry. It's a cheat sheet. Awesome. Um, no, so you know, Caroline was really passionate about the soiree. So that, again, you know, talking about something that uh, people built, our predecessors built uh, ahead of time that we're that we're building upon now. Um, you know, she wanted to bring that back, and 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 really, it became almost an open house for for downtown. Um, yeah. You know, so many people came to the soiree and participated, and I think it was over a hundred thousand. Um, we the, weren't going to ask you about numbers. Weekend. We weren't going to ask for any. Well, that was an easy numbers, round. Yeah. One. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got speaking. that one. Yeah, I got that yeah. one. It's just not my numbers. Yeah. Just not your yeah. numbers. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Excellent. There's spreadsheets with your numbers. Though. Yeah. Um, but no. So the, um, the just allowing people to see something that they had almost kind of written off in their minds, you know, years before maybe. It's like, oh, downtown's nothing. Like, it was, there's nothing going on there. I'm, I can just go to Clemson Boulevard or Greenville mm-hmm. Street and have dinner, and you know we'll just leave downtown down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but people showed up and they got involved and yeah. they've stayed involved. They stayed engaged with downtown, um, and I think that's that's true across the community. You know, there are people from other from other uh, areas, you know, Pickens, you know, Stevens County, Tacoa, that come in to Anderson for shopping for mm-hmm. for uh, for restaurants and or, or to eat, grab a bite to eat, and. You know, they're participating in our community as well, mm. and so it's it's important to to have something for all those folks. Um, you know, I think you know Anderson weathered the the, the Great Recession uh, in 2008-2011 really well, chiefly because we were a regional hub mm. uh, with lots of national chain offerings. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people people may not have had money to pay their mortgage, but the dadgum ate at Texas Roadhouse, right? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that, that was that was what we saw. Hospitality was was pretty was pretty level across the board through the yeah. entire three year period. But um, no, so I mean, it's there's there's so many ways to get involved in our community and be involved and just be out there. Uh, and so you know, we could we could easily focus just on downtown, focus just on our parks, focus just on Clemson Boulevard or yeah. eighty one. Uh, but it's important for us to to kind of balance all of those mm-hmm. aspects of community together. Well, and I I 
I mean, whether it's a formal or informal, events are the best way to get people to, to come in and be around each other. And the reason that I slid that paper across your desk is to give you a little bit of a cheat sheet. And we may have missed someone there. Those are some of the events that we had pinged. But tell me about some of your favorite events that we've got coming up um, over the next couple months, as well as some something that we you know may have left out on there. I, I love coming to the downtown events. I thought the soiree was an absolute hit. It was super cool going back to community to see so many people that I knew walking around and stuff like that. And I think Caroline's doing a fantastic job. Um, the city in general is doing a fantastic job of getting creative and coming up with new events. What are some that we can look forward to? What are some of your favorites? Well, before I get to some of the ones coming up, um, mm. let me mention really quickly uh, Anderson Farm to Table that just concluded. Fantastic had event. Fantastic yeah. music uh, that night. Decent um, music. By, <laughs> it was by the one and only Bryce. It, it was very okay, but thank you. No, I it appreciate was, it was excellent. No, so um, <laughs> but it was a fantastic event. Another packed out, great showing out by the community. Well, and, and that one too uh, is is notable. It was a kind of a, a re rebranded, refreshed, uh, mm-hmm. fresh taste. Yeah, you know, a lot of people came to Fresh Taste previously uh, before the pandemic, before mm-hmm. 2020. Um, and then 2020 took a pause and, and tried to reinvent. Um, and we had an opportunity to rebrand and, and refresh everything. And Anderson Farm to Table came out. Uh, Martin Holland Advertising helped us with the rebranding okay. and, and logos. And, man, they, they knocked it out of the park. It was yeah. awesome. Um, so if I wasn't at Farm to Table, what was, what was kind of the theme just Yeah, there? so um, w- one of the, the most important aspects of living in Anderson County is uh, agricultural offerings that we have here. We have so many producers, so many farmers um, that that do such good work. Um, you know, it's really important for us to to showcase them somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have great downtown restaurants as well. And so, you know, we kept that pairing aspect of uh, of previous Fresh Taste and and really brought that to the forefront. Uh, the only the only new thing we really added this time though was the um, uh, the wine component, mm-hmm. you know, so we, we made it a, a, a true food and wine festival. Uh, and I think we did, did a great job with that. Uh, Kitchen Emporium and Viva Wine Bar helped us out, um, as well as uh, we have two two good wine distributors um, in, in town, and they really stepped up to the, to the plate. Uh, I think we gave, uh, ended up giving a, a sizable check to United Way um, mm, with, that, with that event. Nice. So, you know, I think half of the wine tasting uh, fee uh, that was charged went to United Way. Awesome. So, yeah. uh, if we can tie all of our events to some sort of local charity, yeah, I think I think we're doing well. Excellent. And I think everybody really, the community wants to get out. They want to do stuff. Yeah. So I think yeah. all these events are just yeah. great. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. so coming up, uh, you know, we've got on my cheat sheet here. Mm-hmm. You're um, welcome. <laughs> uh, Tales of Ghost Island, November fourth and fifth at Green Pond. I don't know a whole lot about that. Um, Neither do I. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it, okay. It, yeah, it's uh, we we were talking about it before we got oh. on the podcast, but you know how all the history of Hartwell and um, that they're about towns being under there. Yeah. So this mm-hmm. is kind of a production that is coming out that is taking a little bit of that and embellishing it, and okay. so it'll be this uh, coming Halloween weekend and November fourth and fifth, um, and it'll be a really cool production at Green Pond Landing that's coming out. Thank you, Jonathan. Well, there you go. Thanks for thanks for rescuing that uh-huh. one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that sounds really cool. Yeah. You, made it, you made it sound a lot cooler than I did. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me want to go. Yeah, yeah. it's it's yeah. gonna be fun, I think. Yeah. And obviously, Denver Downs is um, is a, a huge um, keystone in our community. So, oh, yeah. they do a lot of a lot of fun fall time activities. So, mm-hmm. that's uh, Halloween weekend. So coming up, kind of snuck up out, out of nowhere. Shoo! Sorry mm-hmm. to hear. Mm-hmm. Holiday season. Anything else? Um. 
Shoot, no, not that I can. Not, not that comes to mind. Yeah, we have holiday ice, obviously. Yeah, you know, that's that's obviously a big event. And um, I always like going to the. I don't know if you would consider this an event or not, but the lighting of the. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess is that an event? I don't know what the, the Christmas tree event yeah. is, yep. but that's a that's. It had a great uh, showing last year, and I don't foresee that you know decreasing at all. So yeah, I'm they're to that. they're putting up lights right now. It's gonna. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's gonna be a a great great winter with all the lights and a great Christmas season here in downtown Anderson. Yeah, we try to add. It's funny. So a couple of years ago, I guess with with twenty twenty, everybody was kind of down in the dumps all year, and rightly so. And yeah. so we 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 got to the Christmas season, and we said, you know what, let's let's kind of revamp how we do lights downtown. Uh, and so we we. Uh, hired a company called Spruce Lighting. They actually decorate the, the Biltmore House. Um, mm. Oh wow! So I mean, they know what they're doing. I mean, yeah. Towns hire them, so we we hired them to kind of revamp how we how we do Christmas lights, and we try to add something new every year. So, uh, Carolina Wren Park will have some some act, fun activities, uh, and then we'll have stuff every weekend, um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Typically, we'll have you know we, we partner with Gamac for choral singers. Uh, on, on street corners and musical instruments, quartets, that sort of thing. So that's cool. Wow. That's, that's come downtown. Awesome. Yeah. 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 Hear yeah. Christmas, see Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly Taste right. Christmas maybe. Yeah. And, you know, some, some, some yeah, festive our, our, our restaurants that, yeah. have, uh, definitely going to have some, uh, have some specials and yeah, show up. Excellent. Looking forward to it. Um, yeah. So kind of building off of the, the community growing and everything, where do you really see this growth going? I mean, do you see it, kind of keeping its same pattern. Um, you see Anderson kind of really kind of blowing out of the seams. I mean, it's been huge just from the, the two years I've been here, mm-hmm. just seeing the transformation. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, I think uh, any time, you know, Anderson's kind of a new market for a lot of a lot of development. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of our, our regional and national developers that we see uh, in, in the state and in the region are, um, you know, they, they want proof of concept. I think developers are naturally very conservative, and they're not going to step out on a limb in a community uh, unless it's proved itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you've seen a lot in, in Greenville and Greer and Spartanburg. Uh, that never, Anderson, never heard of them. Yeah, never <laughs> heard of any of those, those <laughs> places. Excuse me, where are those places? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, you know, I, I think until somebody has has come in and, and shown that it can be done here, um, you know, a lot of folks are going to have stayed away. Uh, mm-hmm. but now that we've shown that it can be done and, and growth is possible, people want to be here, uh, want to live in Anderson, um, you know, rents, I think are maybe the second fastest growing in the nation right now in Anderson. Um, so, I mean, obviously we're, we're getting out there, we're getting on lists. Um, I think the name of the game in the future is, is making sure the growth doesn't outpace our vision for what we want to be. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And in order for us to really get a handle on that, we need to know what we want to be. Um, you know, the city is, is actually undertaking, uh, I'll, I'll put a plug in for this because I think it's going to be huge and pivotal for our development scene. Um, you know, the city is undertaking a new comprehensive plan mm. uh, right now. We're in the midst of it. We just kicked it off uh, a couple months ago um, with some, some information gathering and a couple of public events. But we're really going to get into it in the next couple of months. Um, and really, it's, it's, it's a roadmap. A comprehensive plan is a roadmap for how a community wants to develop. And uh, we have to ask the community how it wants to develop uh, to get that to get that answer. So, um, you know, we're going to get a good handle on what that vision is and, and what the recommendations need to be to to get us there. Uh, we're going to have to make some changes to our code. We already know that our development code. Um, we're going to have to to really get a handle on how we want to do housing. 
uh, in Anderson, you know, mm-hmm. both what, what does it look like and then how much does it cost? Mm-hmm. Um, and there are lots of, there are lots of inputs to, to housing costs and, and housing availability and product type. Um, so, uh, you know, we just, we just need to get a handle on that as a community. Uh, it's not folks in city hall or city council sitting down and saying, what do we want to do? It's, it's very much, what does the community want? Let's mm-hmm. listen to the community. Let's get out there and hear, and then come back and respond to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, um, definitely have some more opportunities coming up to, to get out there and, and help us with that. And that's obviously yeah. the job of, uh, not only yourself, but city council as well is, is to have a good relationship and keep, keep their ear to the ground and say, cause I think oftentimes when we talk about, we don't necessarily know what the relationship is, but sometimes I feel like the squeaky wheel gets the oil. Um, and that whoever's yelling the loudest, um, you know, may get the most attention in either a positive or negative way. But I think, the administration, I think the city council right now has done a fantastic job of seeing the the bigger picture, um, as well as you know listening to what um, their constituents want. And, and mm-hmm. each councilman has an area that they have to represent, and like you said, um, listen to the 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 people and the citizens of that area. And I think that helps for a a positive image of local government, as well as a positive relationship of. Mm-hmm. I think all of our city council members are very involved with the communities that a they have to live in. Um, you have to live in obviously a certain district to 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 be in city council. But um, I think they're fantastic. You guys are fantastic about well, knowing, keeping your ear to the ground, and having a you know your finger on the pulse of where are we right now, where have we been, mm-hmm. where are we right now, and then where are we going, and then what's the best way to make it happen? Yeah. Well, and, and thank you, Bryce. Of course. Yeah. Um, Big checks, Andrew Strickland. Checks in the mail. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> no, so, uh, no, it's, uh, and, and, and it's funny, you know, I think, I think we do a good job as well, but I think we do a good job because we love Anderson too, mm-hmm. right? So th- we're, not, we're not doing our jobs day-to-day like robots. You know, we, we who work for the city uh, live here. We raise our families here. We love Anderson. We want to see Anderson do well just like everybody else. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think sometimes we have to stuff our own personal opinions uh, be, for, the, for the good of the entire community. Uh, but, I mean, that's, that's part of living in a democratic society, right? Yeah. Um, but we all love Anderson. We all, every, everything we do every day um, is, is on track to help make Anderson the best that it can be. And yeah. So, uh, you know, we, when we wake up in the morning and go to sleep at night, you know, we're, we're thinking about Anderson and yeah. what can make Anderson great. Awesome. Yeah. And w- with thinking about Anderson and talking about the future, um, are there any projects you're working on currently that, that you would be interested in talking about with us? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I thought you were going to leave it open and I was just going to say, yes, there are. I'm not talking about them. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. So, you know, we started a few years ago um, hearing about this need for more housing, specifically downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody wants new restaurants, new local restaurants, new stores, new boutiques, um, you know, you name it, downtown. And really the only way to do that uh, is to really create a, a, a market for it mm-hmm. in, in Anderson and in, in downtown. So, so essentially what we've got now and, and have had traditionally are a lot of offices, a lot of office space. Um, the daytime population in Anderson is, or downtown Anderson is, um, is high compared to the rest of the community. Um, but, you know, once five o'clock hits, unless you're coming, coming downtown specifically to eat dinner at Sullivan's or one of our, or Maki or, you know, Earl Street, one of the, one of our other restaurants, 
um, you, you really don't have a reason to come downtown. Mm. But now, you know, we're starting to see more folks move downtown and more apartments open up downtown. So once we, once we create that 24-7 activation uh, in a place, then you start to, to see a demand for maybe a convenience store, maybe a grocery mm-hmm. store. Uh, more mm-hmm. restaurants, more coffee, that sort of thing. Is that due to foot traffic, or does that kind of foot traffic open things up in the community? If, if you don't mind explaining a little yeah, more. Yeah. So I mean, I, I think it's I think it's foot traffic. Sure. I mean, you, you think about some of the traditional retail metrics, and it's vehicle traffic, vehicle trips on a road. You know, b- certain businesses aren't going to locate uh, on a, a stretch of highway unless there's a certain vehicle count. Um, and so you can you can partially look at it as, as foot traffic downtown, um, but, but I think it's really it's really more of convenience demand mm-hmm. than, than foot traffic. I'd say mm-hmm. um, you know if I'm living in in even if I'm working downtown, I want something within a short distance of where I am exactly uh, that's going to provide some or fill some need, mm-hmm. uh, provide some benefit to me, whether that's a, a breakfast place, a mm-hmm. coffee shop. Uh, a place to run out and get a gallon of milk because I'm out. You know, right now, if I live downtown, I've got to go all the way up to, to Ingalls, essentially, mm-hmm. to, on, on Main Street to get a gallon of milk or, or do any of my grocery shopping. Yeah. Uh, so I think once we get a critical mass of folks that need those services downtown, we'll start having uh, more, of a, more of a demand, more of a, a market for those things. And, yeah. You know, Jonathan mentioned foot traffic. One thing that I've, once again, uh, the administration listening to what people want, but I, it's been really cool to see Anderson becoming more walkable, um, giving people the options to access things via trail, uh, whether that be biking trail, walking trail, whatever that may be, as well as the integration of um, the bird scooters. I mean, just a lot of different ways to make Anderson more accessible without having to, to hop in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the ways that people may or may not have heard about that you guys have done over the past, you know, two, three years or so, as well as what are some of the ways that you can expect to see Anderson look physically different um, in an attempt to create a better community, a, a more walkable community, et cetera? Yeah, so we've, um, we've placed a huge emphasis the last few years on um, experience, yeah. All right. So if I'm if I'm walking downtown downtown, if I'm driving downtown, if I'm just downtown, uh-huh. uh, or, or really any place in the community for that matter, but especially downtown, um, you know, what am I seeing? You know, it, it, am I seeing trash? Uh, you know, if I'm a if I'm a, a walker, uh, is the sidewalk clean? Uh, are there things for me to trip on? Uh, am I having to step over garbage and mulch and flowers everywhere or uh, is everything clean? Is, is there a, a, a trash can nearby for me to throw trash in? So, you know, some of those picky little details like that, a lot of folks don't really don't really see, and they probably don't even think about when they're downtown mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we hear comments like, "Wow, downtown Anderson's never been nicer, never been cleaner." Um, you know, that that's because we we just really focused on maintenance. You know, I think uh, you know, we, we hired a horticulturist a few years ago to focus on you know making sure our seasonal plantings are, are, are nice and clean and, and, and just refreshed from time to time. And it's amazing what that just that one position has done to the downtown Anderson experience. Uh, but then also having our crews come out and, and suck up leaves during the fall, you know, you know, mm-hmm. just about, I think, three days a week. Um, our crews right now are coming downtown before the sun comes up, before people come downtown and they're blowing leaves and, and vacuuming them up. I mean, because we want our sidewalks clear, we don't want there to be tripping hazards or slipping hazards. 
so, I mean, that's, that's a good example. Um, you know, trails are, are, are a big thing um, right now in Anderson. You know, we're doing a lot of planning. The county's doing a lot of planning and, and spending some money to – um, to help get trail miles on the ground. I mean, it's, you know, people love to not have to drive everywhere. Yep. Um, that's, that's kind of the name of the game right now in, in communities nationwide. Um, but no, so we're, we're feverishly in, uh, in design right now on the, on the Whitner Creek Greenway, which is going to run through Lindley Park. Uh, we're doing the southern portion of Lindley Park right now. Um, Pumped about that? Yeah, really hope to get that under construction next year, uh, middle of next That'd year. That would be cool. It's going to be a really cool project, um, but looking again, more like the more upper Lindley part, right? Is that yes, the, yeah. So the, upper the Lindley, Lindley, lower Lindley. So okay. we're we're working on lower Lindley now. Upper Lindley uh, was redone a few years ago. New landscaping, new yeah, grass. Looks great. It looks awesome. A lot of people love going out there. Uh, I trying to, Yeah, you do too. Yeah, yeah you're a neighbor. Right? That's yeah. That's, <laughs> I, I'm right there in Lindley Park, so I love going on walks over there. Yeah. So we uh we're trying to trying to match that same aesthetic. Um, mm-hmm. Provide a few more uh, amenities. I'd say you know we'll have some playground space. Yeah. Uh, maybe an event lawn, okay. uh, some stormwater features as well. So it'll be a, it'll be a really neat park. Where are they? Uh, there's currently baseball fields or uh, yeah. recreational fields. What's what's kind of the division? Are, are those just being axed? Where? What, yeah. So that so that future? programming for those baseball fields. Those ba- baseball fields are really kind of a maintenance nightmare for our staff uh, yeah. and, our, and our, our parks and rec crews. <laughs> you know, they they stay wet. They're down in a, they're down in a hole. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the creek floods and and there's some drainage issues. And I mean, they're they're a ton of history. I mean. Folks who, who grew up in Anderson played a lot of little league baseball out there. Um, really good friend of mine um, heard that that we were considering removing those fields, and he called me a monster. You know, <laughs> loves me to death, but you know, still a monster for taking yeah. the fields out. But no, so we're gonna we're actually gonna shift that programming to a rec complex. We just built a hundred thousand square foot multi-purpose field, awesome. uh, a giant, beautiful turf field. We're about to open that up to the public. Um, we're going to shift that programming for those two fields over there okay. so that we can we can just remake uh, Lower Lindley Park and, and really make it a, a special feature in that neighborhood. Awesome. Well, I wanted to kind of ask you a two-part question as we're, we're putting a bow on this and wrapping this up. Thank you so much, first of all, for yeah. coming on. Yeah, we enjoyed it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's not yeah. easy. Or it's, sorry, it's not easy. It's not difficult to, to, to talk to and Andrew Strickland with. So much personality and info that we uh, that we want to get to know, and, and we want other people to find out about. I shoot for um, more personality than mm, info sometimes. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm little help. Yeah. yeah, if it would thank thank God you can get uh, you can get places on 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 who you know nowadays. Because if it was up to what I know, I would. I wouldn't make it very far. Amen. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big personality guy. Big personality guy right All here. Agreed, yes, yes. But everybody's nodding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you guys for the for the support there. Um, no, but kind of a two part question, um, and I think they go hand in hand together. But um, what are you excited about in Anderson right now? And to piggyback off of that, what makes Anderson home to you? Why has it been not only from a job perspective? Why is this where you want to want to be? for for you know this month for the rest of the year for the next five to ten years for hopefully forever what what is what are you excited about and why is anderson home to you so i think those are good two-part questions i think my answer is not going to be two parts i think it's going to be one okay so the the reason i'm excited about anderson the thing i'm excited most about in anderson is the why um we want to be here, mm-hmm. right? So uh, Anderson is just a strong community. You know, we got plugged in really quickly. Um, we have a great church. We have excellent neighbors um, 
who we actually go to church with a lot of them. Awesome. Um, we got a just a, a really wonderful community uh, in Anderson, and and that's not unique. You know, this you know our story in Anderson is not unique among folks who live in Anderson. It, it, it's just community, right? So mm-hmm. everybody here, um, for, you know, obviously for the most part, not a, you can't paint with with broad brush strokes here or any community, but. I think Anderson just loves community, um, and, and they love being involved with, with folks' lives and, and investing um, and just being together. Uh, and to me, that's exciting for the future of Anderson because, again, unique. I mean, that's, that's a unique uh, attribute that, that not every community has. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's going to help make our downtown awesome. It's going to help make our, our entrepreneur community awesome mm-hmm. as well. You know, we've got a lot of, of really good merchants throughout town uh, that, that really just care about the community they're in, you know, obviously some of them are in, are in similar lines of business, right? They, they could easily be competitors and kind of let that take over their lives. But we've got boutique owners downtown that just love partnering and collaborating and mm-hmm. just, just seeing everybody else do well makes them excited. And that's community, right? Yep. I mean, that's, no. that's a, that's a, just a, a wonderful illustration of, of what I see uh, in Anderson and what makes me excited in Anderson. So, you know, more to come for sure. Awesome. Great cool. answer. Well, Andrew Strickland, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for your time today. We uh, look forward to, to hopefully having you on again very, very soon. But thankful that we get to do um, we get to do life and do community uh, with you in, in, in such a special place that we care so much about. So thank you. Thank you, Andrew Strickland. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, sir. Thank you for listening. And check us out on your favorite podcast app. And follow us on Facebook at Electric City Buzz Podcast and on Instagram at Electric City Buzz Pod.